Welcome to the Restoration Church Life Podcast. This resource exists to keep you informed about the various happenings inside the life of our church and equip you to apply the gospel to all areas of life that together we might delight in the supremacy of Jesus Christ. Hey, Restoration Church, sitting here with Nathan, and we're talking to you a week later, but in reality... Week we're, we're recording this one just, just, <laughs> like two minutes ago. <laughs> two minutes ago, after yeah. what we just did, what not to do in accountability. Yeah. Now we're going to talk about what to do in accountability. Yeah. So in some ways, if you now did, you just they there our secret is revealed. That's right. That's right. Uh, but seriously, if you didn't listen to the one that just came out last <laughs> two week, minutes ago, oh no, way, one week it was ago, like, it was last week. It was last week. Yeah. Uh, but go listen to that because a lot of this is going to be the opposite of that. Yeah. Uh, so rapid fire, real quick, Nathan. Yeah. We we talked about already the biblical foundation. I'm mm-hmm. not going to go through that again. We talked mm-hmm. about when it doesn't work. Yeah. When does accountability, these encouraging, exhorting relationships work best? Go rapid fire. Somebody. Yeah, so we said last time that when you're not present, so when it works when you are present. Okay. And by present, I mean that you're generally there both consistently physically and you're con- you're there sort of uh, mentally even engaged with them. So I think it'll go well when you're there physically and you're there mentally. You're trying to think about what's there and you're not thinking about, gosh, if I was home, I could be watching a movie right now. So you're intentionally engaging in relationships. Yeah, there you go. That'd so, be one. All right, consistency. Yeah. What another one? How about um, – this? The opposite. Well, last time we said like when there's not – when it's just disclosure group. So I think the opposite of that that would make it good is you're actually doing some accountability. Namely, you're pressing in on some things that were mentioned last time. Uh, following up on those things, you know, uh, asking how that's been going. And you're asking because you've been praying for them. Uh, and maybe in between the time you've spoken to each other, you got lunch or breakfast, or you traded a phone call or whatever. So I think that would be too. So, so instead of being absent, you're regularly there physically and mentally. Secondly, instead of disclosure group, you're actually uh, checking in with each other and following up on things. Yeah, and then on that same thing, it, it goes well when it's not just the one-to-one conversations, but but yeah. the brothers there and the sisters and their yeah. group are helping one another yes. walk these issues out. And, and it, not it, piling on them to try to fix them. That's right. It might, it's, so it's not that this person's turn, then another person's turn, but maybe somebody brings up an issue and four or five people are struggling with that particular issue, and you all yeah. talk about it together. Yeah, yeah. And you, you work that out. I think that's when accountability, I'm thinking Ephesians yeah. 4 here, so it says we, we speak the truth and love, we are to grow up in every way in him who is the head from whom the whole body mm-hmm. joined and held together yep. is equipped when each part is working properly. Yeah. And so I can think of Acts twenty thirty five. It's better to give than to receive. So you're not just waiting there for the person, like we said before, just waiting for the leader person to get to you to tell you all your problems so you can just divulge. But you're trying to give and not just receive. You're trying to help the other person follow Jesus. We said that being a member of Restoration Church, Restoration Church exists to make disciples a delight in the supremacy of Christ. Make disciples. That's the mission of the church. Where is that happening? Well, one easy way it can happen is in those accountability groups. You can make disciples by challenging someone in a good way, serving them in a good way, by helping them and not just leaning on the leader person to do it. Yeah. I mean, Jesus says in the Great Commission, teach them to observe all, all that I have commanded that I have you. you. Yeah. That takes a little bit of time. Yeah. So, yeah. so don't. So a one way it can go good is when everybody's trying to help each other. That'd that's be a right. third way. Both during the conversation and then outside After of that, that that's conversation. Right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah. It also goes well when we begin to help each other discern what's going on in our hearts, mm-hmm. not just disclose our circumstances. Yeah. So yeah. help help some of the, the the leaders and the other folks here. Mm-hmm. Uh, how would you help when someone starts to talk and they're 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 giving primarily circumstances? Yeah. I've had a hard work. 
uh, week. I've, you know, I've had a hard time with my spouse. Mm-hmm. I've been hard, you know, I've been, the kids mm-hmm. are just driving me crazy. I need mm-hmm. time alone. Well, how can you begin to turn that to the heart so it does yeah. become more profitable in the long run? Yeah. So asking, I've found that it's helpful to ask a lot of why questions. Why is that the case? Why do you think that? Why did that happen? That that can kind of – and then they give answers. And then sometimes it's not just simple as one why. It might be three or four to keep peeling back the layers. So one would be asking why questions. And two, uh, one thing I've found helpful is is telling them to put a Bible word on it. Uh, so either the good or the bad, why this is good or why this is bad. So put a Bible word on it. What do you call it? What would, what word would the Bible call that instead of that? I think that makes us drive at the heart because it makes us use language that the Bible is using and not just stay at circumstantial levels. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think accountability works best when we're, we're trying to toil or plow the soil of each other's heart. The gospel might grow and we're mm-hmm. speaking it to one another and those things are, yeah. are happening. So. And I, I think in relation to that too, though, it also goes well when we're mindful again of others. So we don't commandeer most or all the time. Uh, now sometimes that needs to happen, right? Maybe sometimes someone's really going through something and we need to let them take all the time that week or maybe even the next week. But I think it also goes well when we are doing that heart level stuff that we're making, we're trying to be tight on our language so as to give room and some time for other brothers and sisters to share as well, yeah. knowing that they, so we don't take over all the time. That can be difficult as for sure. a community group leader because sometimes one person talks a lot. Yeah. And so we have to find a way to gently have them to not talk a lot yeah. so that without being rude to them so that other people can be served. So that if you're listening to this, just make sure that you're not one of those that talks a lot. Um, and, um, yeah. So, and, and I think yep. it's important to recognize there may be weeks when one person needs all the care for That's that right. entire group right. because yeah. they've just been distraught, yeah. a big struggle, a big yeah. pattern of sin that they're trying to get out of. And that's okay. Yeah, totally okay. So, yeah, you know, yeah. it's not that we're saying every person has to have equal amount of number yeah. of minutes to talk every week. We're not yeah, saying yeah, that. Yeah. No, no, no. But no. the consistency and the, the pattern of giving all people an opportunity to yeah. speak yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and be heard and to yeah. be encouraged and be. That's be right. It goes better when more people have a somewhat similar amount of time to speak. Right. Yeah. And I think because of this, the, the heart level, accountability goes well when there's vulnerability. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can talk about a lot about circumstances and mm-hmm. what's happening around me without really being vulnerable at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And But when I begin to disclose what's going on in my heart and wrestling, you know, I've been, I've confessed to my brothers and my community group that I've been struggling with, with identity and, and what does it mean mm-hmm. to be made in the image of God and be redeemed in Christ and not define my hope in circumstances or what people think about me or all those types of things. And that's allowed vulnerability to happen in my own life. And that that resulted from some other brothers being vulnerable with themselves. Yeah, Yeah, it's good. And it's it's vulnerability, I think, is like a snowball that begins to roll down the hill. Yeah, it does. Yeah, there's a a story (laughs) I can tell that uh, I was in a community group one time and we were talking about service to the church. This is back at North Wake, so this is probably – 10, 11 years ago. And we're sitting in the group and we were talking about ways in which how we're serving the church. And we went around in the group. Joey, I don't know if you were in that group. You may have I been don't. in that. But uh, we went around and, and I said, brother, how you, you know, how you, as it relates to serving the body and, and each one of them were like, yeah, I think I've been doing pretty good at that. And I think I've been in the next one. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm pretty doing pretty good. And the, by the time it got around, this was a less sanctified version of Nathan. Yeah. 
and it got around back to me, and I was so ticked off at these guys. Like, no, like, so all you guys are doing great. None of you can improve in any way in serving the church. And so I just started going, like, you know what? Let me tell you all the ways that I failed to serve the church. I said, I do this bad, and I do this bad, and I do this bad. And then I listed about four or five things, and they all kind of sat there and looked at me. And then right after that, though, we had a great discussion. Yeah. All the guys then, yeah, brother, man, I'm right there with you. That's true of me, too. And so modeling it, it'll help it go well when we model it ourselves by going to the heart and not putting on the facade and the plastic smiles. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I yeah. think that accountability goes well when we're vulnerable. And we, and it's a safe place to be vulnerable because we're cl- covered yeah. with the righteousness of Christ. He is our identity. He is our worth. He is our value. Amen. So it goes well when we remind each other of the gospel Amen. and the truth of the Amen. gospel. Got to get of, there. That's right, what's true. So we're not just talking about sin. We're speaking the gospel to one another. Yeah. But I think accountability, accountability also goes well when we focus not just on what's going wrong, but what's going well yes. and right. Why is that important in yes. these times, Nathan, to, oh. to focus on where we're encouraged? Yeah, because we are so inclined to see all that's wrong in the world and even wrong in our own lives. And, and God is doing a thousand things that are so good that we're so familiar with. Right now, my apartment has no air conditioning. Right. And it's hot. And we are so inclined to complain, complain, grumble, grumble, grumble. But but just recently I was playing with my kids when they went to sleep last night. God, thank you that for most of the year we have thick air conditioning. <laughs> and there's a lot of places in the world. that don't. So it goes better when we rejoice in all the things that we so often don't take notice of. That's right. And so it's so good to notice that I have food in my stomach. I have clothes on my back. I have a church that loves me. That's preaching the gospel to me. I have. I have a job. I and even if I don't have a job, I have people. You know, we. Yeah, I'm. I'm encouraged when when David, our leader, will sometimes say, "All right, guys, as we start off, just give me one way that you've been encouraged yes. in the past week." Hey, yeah, man, because that that's happening. And we right, we can assume this is going back to the previous episode. We can assume that accountability can be bad if we just assume that everything's always going wrong. That's right. Yeah, right? and so there's always something to be rejoicing in. I yeah. mean. My goodness, even Paul found things to rejoice in when things are going terrible. I was going to say, I just turned to 1 Corinthians. Remember, 1 Corinthians, yeah. uh, not a, quote, healthy church. Yeah, to and, say the least. But Paul says, I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that was given you in Christ Jesus, mm-hmm. that in every way you were enriched in him in all speech, even yeah. as the testimony of Christ is confirmed among you. So if the testimony of Christ has been confirmed among the Corinthians, I'm certain it's been confirmed among the Restoration Church members as yeah. well. So it goes, accountability goes well when we rehearse the throngs of good things that is going on in the lives of one another and calling out those evidences of grace even. So like maybe, Joey, you don't even mention something good, but I'm in your community group and I saw X, Y, or Z in your life last week and say, Joey, brother, I just saw you last week go and share the gospel with that guy that you've been struggling with. Brother, I just want to encourage you, man. I was so encouraged by that. So identifying those evidences of grace, not waiting for people to say, I'm encouraged, but taking the initiative to say, I've seen this in your life, and I just am so encouraged. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So I think that's helpful. One last thing really quickly, Joey. Can you tell us briefly what to do when someone is new in your group? They're visiting. Yeah. You know, because that's tough, right? Sure. Because this is, like you just said, it's a safe place. But it may seem, it may not seem safe when, you know, Bob or Sally comes in and she's visiting and. What do you do then with this stuff? Yep. So I'd say one, the, as as I'm sharing, you would want to use discernment. Everything may not be appropriate for every environment, mm-hmm. and so I think just just knowing that. But if you feel like there's something you need to share, yeah. don't say, "Well, I couldn't do it because there was a new person there, so I'm not going to." Find somebody to do that with. Mm-hmm. So I'd say that's how we should act, and then invite this person into this 
time. Mm-hmm. So uh, we we see it as a strategic advantage of allowing uh, non-members that are looking actively looking for mm-hmm. a church to call home to be part of our community groups because mm-hmm. and and even those that are not taking the name of Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I I explain to them what it is we're getting ready to do. Mm-hmm. Explain to them why it is we do it. Yeah. And then model and speak the gospel to one another and just let them know they don't have to say anything. They can sit there. But I think one way at the in those is just asking a question for that person that's new. Is there a way that we can pray for you this week? That's a wide open invitation. They might say, yeah, pray for my job. Or that might be what they just saw happen. Like, wow, these people encourage yeah. another regularly. They take their sins seriously. So this, I'm going to model this. And, and we've gonna, heard that. Oh, absolutely. People. Yeah, we've heard that in the history of our church quite a number yeah. of times. We've been yeah. encouraged by that. So, And so just, just to highlight one thing you said at the yeah. front end of that, as accountability is not only in community groups. You can grab somebody if someone's new there and you don't feel comfortable. Grab them. Accountability is not only community group. Grab them. Hey, can we talk? I know I didn't feel comfortable with this person in there. You know, absolutely. You know, can we talk this week or whatever? Yeah. 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 Last but not least, I think accountability goes well when we give each other patience. Mm. There are going to be people that confess or struggle with the same thing week after week after yep. week after yep. week, and that's just the Christian life. Sometimes, yeah, yeah that's we right. have to remember that. Yeah. So, be patient. Yeah. Uh, in a in a society that is so enthralled with efficiency, uh, that's really hard for us, but it's really important. Yeah. yeah. God so. does not seem to be in much of a hurry. No. And in, and you know what? Thank God he isn't because if he was, I'd be smoked. That's yeah. right. He's very patient yes. with me. That's right. Yeah, he yeah. is. So, anyway, so those are ways there's there's more we could talk about, but those are some of the ways that um we have seen and participate in accountability that goes well and helps us follow after and delight in Jesus. And so we pray that would continue and grow all the more robust here in the relationships of Restoration Church. No amen, Nathan? I'm not going to say amen. amen. (laughs) Yes! Thank you for listening to this episode of the Restoration Church Life Podcast. May God continue to give us the grace to make disciples that delight in the supremacy of Jesus Christ in Washington, D.C. and beyond.